0: Basement to your ears in compliance with Memo EX 1063. This is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. On this week's meeting, we have things. Mostly talk about holes in the ground. That's, uh, and, and distinguished women. That's what we do. We talk about holes in the ground, but we will have more. I promise you. This meeting is now in session. You know, great. Yeah? Yeah. No, it looks like uh, everything's coming up uh, me today. You? Yeah. H-
1: how do you figure?
0: Oh, I found, like, um, I found a reason. For? For eating. I mean, I found, like, for one of those, reading? like... No, for eating. Like, for I found, eating? Like, oh, a, a reason not, to eat? Yeah, no, not, a, not, a, not R-E-A. I found, like, one of those reasons. You know, those little candies?
1: I have no idea I, what you're talking about. There's a candy
0: Oh. Yeah. I have I haven't eaten in like days. So right. I mean finding a reason was like just it was wonderful.
1: I don't think I've had one of these things. Uh would you mind sharing?
0: <sighs> okay, okay. Thanks. But, uh, you're swell. Yeah. yeah. I mean I it's lucky I only ate half so far. I was saving it for a special occasion, but uh I guess I guess you're the special occasion. Thanks. So. <laughs> anyway, I'm feeling kinda lightheaded though.
1: Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh yeah, was happened Um we should do attendance
0: yes, yes uh okay, first uh first attendee dal Proshen.
1: Dal Prashen. yep Dal, dal Prashen. Prashen. no nobody's raising no? their hands okay
0: well, I don't have any uh information on dal Proshen. none whatsoever none whatsoever i don't oh. even I don't know why Dal Proshen thought they could show up here. Um, like I don't know if they're from another department, if they're like a dead celebrity, if they're like a historical figure that's something wacky, which is some, usually what happens. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know he's probably from HR, right? Like that would explain how he got his name onto oh, our agenda, right? Probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably or the just,
1: clerk's office.
0: Probably just wants to give us our T4s.
1: Oh gosh, oh. it's that time of year, isn't it? Yes. Oh wait, isn't it? Wasn't it that time of year, like a little while ago?
0: Yeah, but we, they never pay us, so right. I'm assuming they're just saving up.
1: Yeah, but I have a lot of deductions this year. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, do tell.
1: Um, I gave some gum to a pigeon.
0: Oh, you can you can write that gum I off. I can totally write you the gum off. You can also if you off. can yeah. prove that you own that pigeon and really people just take your word for it. Yeah. You can write off the pigeon.
1: Well, and the pigeon, you know, he it was a charity. Uh, he gave me a receipt, a chari- charity pigeon. A, yeah, a charity pigeon. Re- yeah.
0: How do you get a receipt from a pigeon?
1: He, you know, he had it under swing and oh, okay. he just like ripped it, up, ripped one off and wrote it out for me. That's so. And then he had to like write it out again because it didn't, fit. it wasn't one of those things with, that writes through.
0: Are you sure this thing? was like a bird type pigeon? It was a pigeon. Huh. Well, yeah. what do you know? Oh, hey, you know what? I'm realizing. I oh, think I, uh, I just didn't, I, I think Dalper isn't here because I, I just didn't write the name down. It should be um, Paul Duchenne.
1: That's me. Oh, okay. So and I'm present.
0: Know. What about uh, Morton Abrams? Is he here? No.
1: Nope.
0: Oh, he... Uh, I
1: don't see any Morton Abrams about.
0: He's a literary critic mm-hmm. in Georgetown. He's 123 years old, according to this.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. great.
0: I think he's a professor emeritus.
1: Right. Um, Do we have an award for him, for turning 123?
0: Yes, yes. There is Everybody who turns yeah. 123 gets the special. Right, because it's one, two, three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gets it's as easy as...
1: The easy yeah. as a word.
0: Yeah, and they and they say they always make uh, the same uh, uh, stupid joke. Yeah. it ain't easy being one hundred and twenty-three. And we're like, we've heard that before. And just yeah. just get something original. But
1: effort. when you're when you turn one hundred and twenty-three, you mm-hmm. may not have heard that. Although you'd think that when you get to one hundred twenty-three, you you've would heard, have heard that you've joke. Heard
0: all the jokes. Every joke. Yes. Yeah. And, including including constant lame attempts to rearrange like names. Yeah. Yeah. For mind that for comedy. I hate that. Yeah. Exactly. Says the old man.
1: Yeah. Wait, was that him? No. No. No,
0: hold on. I know why it wasn't him. I've just mixed up a name a bit here. Hold oh,
1: drat. Right. Aidan
0: uh, Aiden Morgan. Uh, that's you. Oh. Okay, I feel better. All right. So we're both yeah. here.
1: We're both here.
0: Uh, uh, looks like we have some other attendees. We have multiple
1: we have multiple guests have multiple in the sub-basement attendees. tonight.
0: T- they're multiplying like guests.
1: Yeah. So we have and they're both uh improvement vectors. Nice. Yeah. So Official they... improvement vectors. We have Sandy Dorn from Spinal Cord Injury Saskatchewan. Hello. Hey, Sandy. And we have Paula Krasian Winsel uh, from the YWCA and of uh, saying uh, wow it holes fame. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Thanks you guys for coming in of tonight. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so uh, you know, I thought we would kick things off because uh, we have Sandy in here tonight to talk about uh, some stuff and 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 we have Pauline as well but uh, I thought we would start off by talking uh, about uh, spinal cord injury Saskatchewan yeah which is a terrifying name <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean if that's what they're promising yes yeah but I have a feeling that's not what's all going no. on here. No. Yeah. no.
1: We, well, we're going we're gonna to talk about an event you guys are uh, getting together for the, uh, three weeks from now. But can you first tell us what is Spinal Cord Injury Saskatchewan?
2: So we are an organization that helps persons with spinal cord injuries and other physical disabilities live um, independent lives. So we help um, them with finding housing, um, renting. We work with them. We help them work through all the different... Agencies, that type of thing. We also help them if they're requiring education, if they need to get re educated. Uh, we will help them financially as well as help them uh, find out what types of work is out there. We also help them help employers if they have an employee that uh, develops spinal cord injury or other physical disability, uh, do some renovations to their space uh, so that that person can t- continue to work there. So. Right on. And then we do some peer programming and some other programming just so that they can get out and, and keep an active, inclusive life. Right.
1: That's very cool. How big of an organization is it? Like how?
2: Um, well, it, it, there is a national. We are um, sort of an independent uh, provincial chapter, and there are ten—sorry, nine employees. Right. Uh, so there is three of us in Regina, and there are seven in Sask. nope, sorry, I can't add very well. Six in Saskatoon, <laughs> and then we have an open position um, as well that we haven't filled yet. Right. So yeah.
1: How many people um, use your services? Say in Regina.
2: Hmm. Not sure what the exact Regina number is. Provincially, we have just over two thousand.
1: That's a lot of people.
2: Uh, clients. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that and that includes persons with MS, with uh, spina bifida, uh, cerebral palsy, uh, MD. So
1: right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the event that is coming up. Yeah. On May twenty third.
2: May twenty third. May twenty yeah.
1: third, and it's like most of the day.
2: Uh, yeah, it's a half a day. Yeah, um,
1: and it is.
2: It is our cheerleader program. So yeah. what we do Ooh. once a year, it's a fundraising event that we do, and we ask uh, business people or doesn't necessarily have to be business leaders, but uh, we ask them to spend a half a day in a wheelchair. And collect donations and just to experience what it's like, some of the challenges that uh, a person with disabilities or physical disabilities or in a wheelchair faces each and every day as they're out and about. It also helps them understand the accessibility in their office uh, or their workplace as to whether or not they're accessible, what they could do to improve the accessibility in their office. Right. So, yeah. So we do uh, we do a bit of an orientation first thing in the morning. We invite them out. We give them a muffin. We show them how to use the chair so they can understand how to turn corners and get around in the chair and uh, transfer between, say, their chair and if they want to sit in their office chair, uh, that type of thing. And then they take the chairs, go to work for half a day, and then we do a wind-up lunch. And uh, we have a guest speaker that uh, comes and talks to us this year. Our guest speaker is a gentleman who uh, developed... Uh, a spinal spinal cord injury uh, through cancer. He he had cancer on his spinal cord and ended up um, with a spinal cord injury. So he's in a chair now. So he's going to give us his perspective of being completely able-bodied and then all of a sudden having to use a chair every day for work Um, and just some of the challenges that he found at work, even though his work was considered very accessible, Um, Some of the challenges that he's found there as well as um, just going from being able to just not even think about it and get in his car and go wherever he wanted to now, being afraid to go anywhere because he doesn't know once he gets there how accessible they're going to be, how much work it's going to be for his wife to help him get in and out of that location. So it'll be be kind of fun. Fun lunch-wise, but it'll be interesting to hear his story. I've I've heard most of his story, but uh, just to sort of hear, um, even for myself working with it every day, um, and you know some of the challenges and stuff like that, but for somebody who he's... I mean, there's hope that he will, once he goes through therapy and stuff like that, that he will regain use of his legs and stuff like that, but right now, just even we know um because we work with it every day about the accessibility and and being afraid to all of a sudden not go out for dinner because you don't know if the restaurant once you get there if they're going to be accessible uh if they're going to be able to get in and out with a chair and how much work it's going to be for her to do that and even if the restaurant it says it's accessible and the doors open if the tables are all tall tables then they're not really accessible for anybody who's actually in a chair right so yeah
1: yeah um so I'm. I'm going to be doing this.
2: Yes, you are. You you
1: Ooh. suckered me into this. We're excited
2: <laughs> to have you doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, my plan is to. Uh, so the the kickoff event is at Southland Mall. It is yes. And I'm going to be taking the bus from Southland Mall to Cjtr Studio in the Warehouse District. Yes. And uh, broadcasting briefly.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: don't, don't know what because I don't even know if I'm going to make it. Yeah. Right. Like I've yeah. never taken the bus in a wheelchair. Um force. So I don't know what kind of a challenge that's gonna be. But yeah, be... the plan is
0: even more difficult because I will be standing on your shoulders the whole time.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> because just... you need to ride? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I do. And you know, and I'll be like grabbing at like whatever object I can find just to like sort of slow you down. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Probably so you... better off if you just ride on his lap. Probably better off, yeah. I just I just wanted to keep this vaguely clean for the audience.
2: <laughs> 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 We're in the basement. Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah so,
1: what? Okay. So I'm 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 pretty good at getting around in a wheelie office chair. Yes. Is, is it going to be harder than that? Yes. Because I can like scoot around. Like I don't I don't stand up most days. Anyone's? Yeah. But
2: you also And my legs have gotten really you,
1: thin and are starting to atrophy. But, you're, but that's but partly because but the ceiling also, is really low down here.
2: But you also use your legs to probably move your chair. Probably. You can't yes. actually move yeah, your chair while you're in the wheelchair. That is chair. true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be, I would suggest maybe, you know, doing a little bit of arm weights. Some reps so, and stuff. Yeah. I would, yeah. Especially if you're taking the bus because you'll be riding along yeah. on our perfectly smooth sidewalks.
1: Oh, <laughs> we've heard rumors that they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've we've heard that uh, sidewalks in this town are not typically the straightest. Uh, of some, the other, some
2: of them are not. No, yeah. some no. of them are uh, a are, uh, little little bumpy. So. Yeah, it's it's true.
0: I mean, I mean, I was I was given to understand that Regina was a paradise for pedestrians and people in wheelchairs
2: and uh, and walkers, but apparently not at all. Uh-huh. They have their challenges. They have the challenges. It's not winter, so at least you're not having to worry about it in the winter. Yeah. Yes. We know our streets are not, our sidewalks are not accessible in the winter. Yeah. If you're in a wheelchair or a walker. Or
1: Do you, um, so you picked May <laughs> so <laughs> well, that people wouldn't have to deal with the snow?
2: <laughs> it. This. We've actually been doing this for a few years now in Regina, so prior to me starting. So I didn't pick May, but yeah, I would think... Uh, um, if we really wanted to do the challenge, we could do it in the winter and we could let right. um, some members that are upstairs of this building try it in the winter and see how Ooh. how yeah. they would enjoy. Mm.
1: Do, do you guys... <laughs> there, there was an attempt to get a, a shoveling bylaw passed. There do was. you have an opinion on the fact that it didn't get passed?
2: Uh, yeah, we're really disappointed. Yeah. Um, it's nice to say that, you know, I, I listen to, uh, I, lis- I live in one of the wards that uh, one of the counselors that was dead set against it and how many phone calls and complaints he got. I suggest that probably the complaints he got were from all the people in his ward that don't clear their sidewalks because on my street, there's four of us. In about a six block radius that clean our sidewalks and the rest don't Mm -hmm. and we're on a major bus route so it's wonderful that we have accessible buses now and that you can that somebody in a wheelchair can take transit or um and get on and off the bus but they can't actually get to the bus stop so it it's disappointing that they're just hoping that goodwill people will do it i think we've proven time and time again in the city that unfortunately most people do not clear their sidewalks and that they just expect it to be somebody else's job and whether it is or it isn't, um, you know, the threat of a fine was just that. It was a threat. I think if anybody actually listened to what they were talking about, it's more an incentive to, to try and clean it. And it's disappointing because it's hard enough to get out and be mobile. Um, a big part of of having and feeling part of the society is being able to go out. And it's hard enough already. It's cold. Um, so they struggle a little bit more to begin with. Um, so to then pretty much isolate them and, and have them isolated in their own house because they can't get out. And I know we heard, I heard a lot, I read a lot about people complaining and saying, well, what about people with disabilities? And those are the people that are actually making sure their sidewalks are cleared because they're if they're taking Handy Transit, Handy Transit won't pick them up. Unless they're actually cleared sidewalks, so the only people clearing their sidewalks consistently are persons with disabilities. It's it's the other people that are don't need to be able to use a sidewalk that are the ones that aren't clearing it, unfortunately. So right. it does make it a little bit more difficult. So hopefully uh, hopefully things get better. But as I said, it's really hard. We're trying. We're working really hard to make sure people continue to be you know a vibrant part of the community and and to say that they can't for you know 10 months of the year get out of their house half the time because there's snow on the sidewalk and they can't actually maneuver around and and uh it's difficult right like yeah
1: um
2: i challenge anybody to maybe spend that time on the sidewalk in a wheelchair and trying to figure out how to get down to a i mean pushing a stroller is bad enough let alone trying to actually mm-hmm. push yourself in a wheelchair and we had the ice storm this year which was bad enough um because if you have any kind of hill or anything like that to get up. You're not getting up if you're in a wheelchair and it's pure solid ice. So we have those challenges that we can't control. So clearing a sidewalk is kind of an easy one to, to fix and mm-hmm. people just don't yeah. care because they don't think it's their job. So
1: yeah. So we're on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio and this is the Queen City Improvement Bureau and we're talking with Sandy Dorn from uh, Spinal Cord Injury, Saskatchewan. Uh, the the obstacles, though, are year-round Yeah. in Regina. Uh, for instance, I, I once re- uh, had to help a guy get across the tracks. He was, like, going down the sidewalk in the warehouse district down Tudney. Yeah. And he had gotten his, uh, his uh, I don't know what you call it, a scooter. Yeah. It had gotten stuck in the tracks. Mm-hmm. And he was stuck on the tracks. Um, uh, and if I hadn't come along, he would have... You know conceivably been there for quite some time mm-hmm. um, these things like they're they're are potholes on sidewalks
2: <laughs> <laughs> there are I mean yeah. there's that everywhere um, right. you can't get around it I mean and we're a winter city right so no matter how hard you try extreme temperatures either way you're gonna get cracks yeah. and stuff like that and and um, you know for the most part I know quite a few people that you know they get around quite well and quite easily or whatever. And but there are some challenges, and and um, you know there's been there's been some challenges. You know even with some of my coworkers that have had um, ran into problems on uh, you know city streets downtown and stuff like that where they've actually uh, my one coworker he actually ended up sort of hitting a bump and, and falling out of his chair or whatever, right? And then. That didn't bother him as much as the guy that sat in the truck and laughed at him bothered him. So, um, oh. that's, that's probably the bigger issue is, is, um, they like to be very independent, but yeah. it never hurts to offer to help. If yeah. they don't need help, they'll just say, thanks, I'm okay. But, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, I mean, there's, there's the obstacles there, but I think the bigger obstacles are when you, you know, make your business non-accessible because they you know, many, most a lot of people with disabilities still work they still have jobs, they still have money to spend and there's I'm going to try to remember the number I always forget the number I think it's $3.1 billion in untapped spending revenue uh, from p- persons with physical disabilities oh, that okay. are not being, um, not being used and I can't remember what the number is now um, it's over trying to I'm getting my numbers mixed up so I should have wrote them down um, but I was on holidays this week so I forgot to write them down <laughs> um, but there's also a number in terms of employing uh, somebody with disabilities versus having them be on um, on welfare or, yeah. or, or or social assistance, social or assistance right yeah. so And the number is is staggering to to the economy. Just as them having a a job paying $30,000 versus collecting social assistance is something like $2.85 billion to the Canadian economy Mm -hmm. for employing. And often it's simply just a matter of the workplace is not accessible. Some jobs maybe are not ones that can be done. um, But often it's just a matter of um, not being accessible by wheelchair mm-hmm. or with a walker or um, if they're needing some special physical needs let's washroom updates because their bathrooms aren't accessible or it's having you know two steps up to the building so they're not accessible so
3: right.
2: often it's it's a very easy kind of fix and we do uh, go out and we'll work we'll do counseling or con- consulting with the uh, businesses and we'll have one of our coworkers go out and they'll kind of go through and say, you know, this can be fixed or this could be a hazard here and, and help actually turn their business into a more accessible place. So,
0: mm-hmm, cool.
2: so yeah, we're excited to have uh, Tanya from Southland Mall is actually going to be doing. Um, she's also going to be a cheerleader as right well. On. So um, while the mall itself is very accessible, sometimes the stores aren't. So it'll give her an opportunity to work with some of her stores and try to go in there. Um, you know, because often they'll go shopping and they'll go around, but they'll avoid going into a store because they'll kind of look in and go, Uh eh, it doesn't look like I can get in there, so they don't even bother trying. So, right. uh, where she'll be able to go in there and say, hey, you know, there's there's a number of people that are around with scooters or wheelchairs that could easily come into your store and spend money if they could actually get into the store. So,
1: right, yeah. Um, just with regards to the leaders event, I'd like to bring this back around to me.
2: Of course, absolutely. Um,
1: uh y- you you've scared me with these tales of people falling out of their wheelchairs um <laughs> how how um he
2: was
1: how, going how re- he was going
2: really fast though let's okay, say but i'm a
1: fast yeah. dude i like to go fast too. it's true like i can't i can't yeah. keep up with you i know yeah just yeah, yeah.
4: i can't even see you
1: yeah, yeah just moving how fast, you fast. You are. yeah Kay. Yeah, I'm like the flash down here. Um <laughs> on my on my wheelchair. Um office chair. Uh so how a realistic an experience do I have to make this for myself? Like I'm going to at one point I'm going to have to cross Broad Street. Yes. In the morning. Yes. In the warehouse district. Yes. In a wheelchair.
2: But at least there's a crosswalk there. Yeah, but you won't those, have
1: to those like concrete ramps that like dump you like sometimes into a pothole (laughs) when not into a pothole usually into the traffic coming from the other direction um can i can i get out of my chair every now and then i would
2: suggest you try it and if you absolutely had to okay then or take a companion with you to ride the bus so that they can help you on the sidewalk maybe
1: oh that sounds like that feels like i think
0: i think people like random passers-by who would not know that you are doing this for like a good cause would be a little bit surprised as you so sort of <laughs> ran into some minor difficulty, <laughs> and then stood up and said, "Well I tried, <laughs> <Just walked up>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might not look good,
2: <laughs> and then yeah. the bright the side, side. Is, the bright side is you'll be in a chair, so hopefully they'll actually wait till you get across the street before they go, yes. right, hopefully, right. Unless it's somebody very short in a very big truck that can't actually see over their steering wheel. Oh yeah, this isn't helping oh. me.
1: This is not making <laughs> me feel any better.
2: <laughs> well, just just helping you be aware of your surroundings.
1: Okay. Oh boy. You'll there's going to be, gonna be lots. Be fine. There's going to be lots of training, right?
2: They'll be training. Blake yeah. will show you. Blake will even show you how to do wheelies. Blake does wheelies, wheelies? His all the time. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he'll show you.
1: All right. He'll be
2: good. Promise. I
1: am so nervous about this. You
2: will not die. Yeah. We'll put a little sign on your chair that says that you are doing it to support spinal cord injury, Saskatchewan. So if you have to get up out of your chair to do it. Okay. But ideally. Could I,
1: could I get one of those helmets that has like a, a spinny light on top and maybe like a couple air horns? So that I can let people know that I'm coming?
2: If you'd like to, you can. We we don't okay. restrict what you look like as you're riding in your chair. Okay. If you're welcome to put a superhero costume on if you'd uh-huh. like. And...
1: Yeah, well, that would just be a, a usual Wednesday.
2: Uh. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it, I mean, ideally, we want you to stay in the chair. Okay. So that you can fully experience um, because you have to remember that you're experiencing what they're experiencing, and they don't get to just get up out of their yeah. chair if they right. get stuck in a pothole and have to wait for somebody to come along and help them. So.
1: Right okay so how can people find out more about uh cheerleaders and how like because you you guys are like accepting pledges yeah. to like yeah. It's a so fundraiser. We're, yeah
2: so we're it is a fundraiser so uh we are still looking for cheerleaders as well so they can email me directly or they can Im- email info at scisask.ca. sask
1: dot sask
2: s c i s a s k dot c a or they can email me at sandy s a n d y D-O-R-A-N at SCISASC.ca and I can send out the registration form for them. Um, They can go and find um, the, we're on Canada, Canada canadahelps.org. Is our fundraising page, so they can go on there, uh, find somebody who is a cheerleader, and like me, like Paul, and uh, <laughs> ask him to send out. I believe you're on Twitter, are you not? So I'm they could very much on Twitter. They could yeah. send you a message and say, "How do I get to your page so that I can uh, make a donation to you?" And you yep. can send them the link out that way. And yep. um, so yeah, that's that's it's that easy. And we'll send you out a registration form. Once we get your registration form, we'll set you up with your own fundraising page, and then you can go out and start collecting pledges.
1: Right on. So, Paula and Aiden, you could join me. We could be a team. We could we could, we could be like a a, a gang. A
2: gang,
4: <laughs> that sounds fun. As yeah. long as we have learner driver signs on our chairs. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yes,
2: yes. Okay. And we'll give you training too. So we'll
4: okay, teach you how cool. to maneuver. Yeah. Cool. I'm not sure how accessible my office is. So this could be an interesting experiment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because you're in the YWCA building downtown, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Maybe
4: yeah. I'll be joining you.
1: Okay, That'll and if fun. not, maybe I'll come by and visit. I'll just like, you know, <laughs> honk my air horns <laughs> <laughs> from outside to get you to come down with me. <laughs> Anyways, okay, well, thanks for coming in. Thank uh, you Sandy's. so
2: much for having Absolutely.
1: me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's May 23rd, and uh, I will be trying to get to the CJTR station and broadcasting something that morning, somewhere between 9 and 11 in the morning, well,
2: hopefully depending how long hopefully it takes me to, to get Well, hopefully it's closer to
1: 9 it. than
2: 11. Yeah. But uh, because by 11, you'll have to be uh, heading out to attend the, uh, the luncheon and the guest speakers. Uh, I, so.
1: I make no promises. <laughs> I'm going to be on Regina Transit, so. <laughs> so. Anyways, we should move on with the rest of our agenda. Yes.
2: Wonderful. Thank you. We
1: have innovative revenue tools up next.
0: Very good.
1: Yeah. You know what those are?
0: Well, I
2: I sure don't.
1: I bet Sandy knows. I do not. Oh.
2: Well, you can guess.
1: Innovative revenue tools, they're like tools that we have at the city that are innovative. And we use them to generate revenue for the city so that... um, you know, we don't have to worry about raising like, taxes.
2: Like right? recycle bins?
0: Yeah,
1: um, you know, but...
2: We, we
0: but if you charged money for it to use them. Yeah. Like every time you threw in, like, a piece of paper, you would, like, throw in, like, a dime. Yeah. For example.
1: Yeah. We could, yeah. like... coin-operated recycle bins. So you yes. have to, like, stick in a coin, and then it would right. pop open. And it was like, give me your recycling bin. And then you put in your recycling That'd and it would slam cool. shut.
2: Maybe well, people like, would use them more if they did that. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe
0: smartphone operated ones where you have to, like, throw in your smartphone.
1: Just give you your smartphone?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, you're on a smartphone, but you but you feel good about recycling things and uh, the city sells your smartphone for cheap. All right. Yeah. Or okay. it gives them to its employees and saves money on the smart on the smartphone budget. All
1: right. Okay, well, that's it for your Innovative Revenue Tools this week. Is that it? That is totally it. All right. Yeah. But fortunately, we have a few more here uh, that have been recorded that we can play right now. Wonderful. Hi, I'm local blogger Kenton DeYoung. Did you know, during World War II, Japan attempted to light the force of North America ablaze via 10,000 fire balloons.
0: Only a fraction of the bombs reached North America and many of them drifted into Saskatchewan. One even flew over Regina before exploding in Moose Jaw. It's a Regina fact. You'll find more Regina
1: facts every week on the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio. All right, we're back from Innovative Revenue Tools.
0: Nice. That was a very nice City of Regina fact from Kenton Deong. Do you have a Ken
1: Diong fact? I do Deong? have a Kenton
0: Diong 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 fact. Okay. A fact. A fact of and about Kenton Deong. Let's hear it. Um, this one, this may shock you a little. You, you, may, you may not be ready to hear the truth about Kenton Deong.
1: I'm, I'm actually now really ready. Well, okay. You've sufficiently prepared me, sir.
0: Okay, okay. For a long time, as for as long as you and I have known Kenton, he's talked about the Japanese during World War II, setting fire, fire balloons mm-hmm. aloft over North America. Yep. It was not the Japanese. Oh, who was it? It was Kenton. <gasps> Kenton! Told you. Yeah. He wanted, he just said, I just want to see the world burn, much like the Joker. And, uh, yeah, he was if, lucky for us, he was not successful.
1: I also have a Kenton Young fact. What? Not alive back then.
0: Oh. It's weird. Well, Nietzsche said facts or interpretations. Mm-hmm. I interpret he did. Kenton as being alive back then to do that. Okay.
1: So. so well, I, there you go. You so heard it here first. Who's to say? <laughs> All right. Moving right along. Hey, Paula. Hey. Um, <laughs> we've got a city council update. Oh, Are you excited?
4: I'm so excited. Are you okay. scared? No.
0: No, I didn't think so. Okay. Nobody is. <laughs>
1: um, well, uh, there was a city council meeting on Monday. Oh. And re- really big things were discussed, such as the executive committee report about the records retention and disposal schedules by law.
0: That's top right. secret. You can't even tell people.
1: No, it's really? totally not oh. anymore. Oh, so okay. this is a 300 page report. So when I was like, I, I cracked open the city council agenda on, so the meeting was like at 5.30 on Monday and I cracked it open at about 4.30 and I cracked it open and it was over a thousand pages. And I was like, oh crap, I'm probably not going to get this read before the meeting starts. <laughs> um and then I was like flipping through and I was like, what the heck is so long in this council agenda that it's a thousand pages? And it was that they had the records retention to disposal schedules bylaw in there twice.
0: <laughs> no. So it was
1: in three hundred pages. They've been doing this new thing where they have like the reports and then they have the reports repeated again, the appendices of the reports repeated in the appendices for the agenda. So Okay. Yeah. So, it was 600 pages of a thousand page agenda with just this the uh, records retention and disposal schedules bylaw. Um, and by appearing on the show, you have agreed to read it. Oh, you know how what? Loud. I, I, oh, I won't put you crazy. through that because I actually do have a little bit of it here.
4: Oh, oh you only have 150 pages? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I'll just read like the first few lines. Okay. So, this is what, this is what it kind of is. is it's code. Uh, 3365-02, purchase orders, retention, two years, final disposition, S, information classification security level, C. And then we go through standing purchase orders, purchasing requisitions, stockroom requisitions, packing slips. This you goes on for 300 pages.
0: You know all the final dispositions I'm looking at are all S. Yeah, I know. It seems meaningless now. I know. Just might as well not even have the column.
1: Yeah. you could. Uh, you think they could yes. just like take all the S's and put them into, a, into the S section. Yeah. And they could just, like, save the ink for printing that column.
0: Think about how many S's you could use elsewhere in yeah. city documents. Yeah. Just, like, exactly. like, a jar.
1: So, anyways, 300 pages. Our council is very, it prides itself on the fact that they read everything that comes before them. So, after the council meeting, uh, I stopped to talk to the mayor because I wanted to know if he'd read the records retention and disposal schedules by law. And this is what he had to say. Actually, can I ask you a question before the real media starts asking
3: questions? What's your real media? Don't, 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 don't be hard on yourself. Like
1: I that. like to think of myself as uh, quasi-media. So you're going to give me hard questions. Media ask. Like Media-ish. Yeah. Media-ish. Yeah.
3: Give a hard question I can answer.
1: Did you read the uh, document disposal and retention uh, schedule? All three hundred and
3: something pages um you know i i I ruminated over that a whole weekend yeah i i flipped through every page right that was there okay in fact it's in the agenda twice because it's in there twice i flipped through it twice yeah
1: Uh, it's like the finnegan's wake
3: of uh city reports it it is more than that it's a tome it's times two yeah but in all seriousness, it's, it's very important because it has to do with records retention and, and the security and um, access to information and how we control information. So while it is pretty dry, it's really important. Um,
1: presumably, somebody has read this. Yes. And I, Are you saying? A num- no, 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 I didn't <laughs> read <laughs> it. Just yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also didn't read Finnegan's Wake, and that was assigned at one point to me. Um, did. Uh, like how many people worked on this, and did they get a certificate at the end of it?
3: If they didn't, they should have. A plaque, a trophy. Well, if they didn't, they should have. And uh, you know, the city clerk's office is responsible for all records retention, so uh, Jim Nickel and his staff uh, uh, went through the report, updated the report, made recommendations to the report, and updated to make sure that we're, we're, our practices are meeting standards. Cool. All right, so that was the mayor,
1: who does apparently that, did not read the records retention and disposal schedule by-law. Does this
0: mean that we should make certificates for the people who read it?
1: I think we should.
0: And send it to them? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think we totally should. Okay. I think they we'll would really appreciate it.
0: I, well, they deserve it. Yeah. And
1: I think you know we've we've written this up in reports a million times and sent it upstairs that people really appreciate certificates. It's true. So Ooh,
0: yeah, sixty percent uh, of our reports are just that, really. Yeah. Not certificates, but like studies that people really enjoy a good certificate. Yeah. 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 And duplicates of the studies. Yeah, and duplicates.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we like to have everything twice in a report.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we like the report, and then we have an appendix to the report, which is also the report. Mm-hmm. just in case people missed it the first but time.
2: But is it listed in the retentions
0: document? Uh, yes, and it will be retained apparently for uh, 35 seconds. Mm-hmm. So if- Final disposition, S. Yeah. S, yeah. 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 And classification is uh, Z. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, so that was super important. And the other thing, the other super important thing that came up at Council this week, Microsoft Office 360, 365 uh, mm. subscription extension. So apparently they've extended the Microsoft Office subscription service for up to five years. Wow.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: They... With the last five years, it cost $624,000
0: know, I wrote to get a,
1: Microsoft Office.
0: I wrote a voluminous report to them. And append and appended the report to the report, of course. Mm-hmm. That they should use uh WordStar, oh, yeah. Lotus one two three and Eudora.
1: Oh, those would Yeah. And
0: they're so and yeah, and do it like they all run on like DOS pretty much. And yeah. I think they're free. So Yeah. but nope. They got there's the a stack of, of floppies down software. here I know. That they no, could have. City's just in the pocket of big software, so they're just gonna yeah. go with their Office three sixty five. Forever. Forever.
1: Actually, I really liked the uh, policy and or strategic implications uh, point uh, when something like this. Microsoft Office 365 is enterprise-class software delivered as a subscription service. To date, Microsoft Office 365 is the only cloud suite of productivity tools in its class. It goes on and on like this. In a city report, it's like an advertisement and I was like, oh my God, where do I get this? I need to buy me some Microsoft Office three sixty five.
0: I don't think it's com I it's enterprise it's class. I know it's in inter- but I don't think it's compatible with our tandy computers. Oh no. darn.
4: Oh. No. That's that's something that you'll need to consider. Yeah. Yes. You might need to upgrade from Windows ninety five.
1: Windows
0: ninety five?
1: Jeez. They put Fancy. out Windows in ninety five? What, you wow.
4: didn't know?
0: Well nobody <laughs> told us. I mean, we, we just got Windows 3.1, it's awesome. It's yeah, really good. And when, when all those windows start to overwhelm you, you just go right back to the DOS prompt. Mm-hmm. Feel safe there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, anyways, they talked about this for a really long time, counsel, <laughs> about this, uh, this subscription <laughs> service, because they wanted to make sure that people, that is anybody, this is a literal question, uh, is anybody selling the data from City Hall? Ooh. Apparently, no. So I'm thinking, innovative revenue
0: tool. Right. Oh, we could sell the data to, say, some shady, like, international data brokering Mm -hmm. firm, who would then sell it to authoritarian dictators, who would say, aha, now I know everything about the city of Regina. Yep.
1: And they could mess about with our elections.
0: Exactly. And then they would, like, look at the results and go, what did I spend all that money for?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Uh, moving right along, <laughs> Paula, yes, you got everybody in the city to say, "Wow at the Capitol point hole,
4: yeah, I got everybody in the city that to means. say, "Wow at the capitol point hole yeah
0: or, or a good sampling of the city mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
4: it was
1: awesome. It was a great event, yeah, it was. thanks for putting that on
4: oh, thank you for coming yeah mm.
1: how how did you feel, okay, so just to recap, even though we've been talking about this every at every meeting for the last two months, yeah yeah <laughs> uh it was the Stare at the Capitol Point hole and say "Wow!" like Owen Wilson event. It was on April twenty first. Uh yes. And it was at three o'clock, and you got about two hundred people out to say mm-hmm. "Wow!" like Owen Wilson at the hole.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, my experience was a lot of like really happy young people had a really good time. How did you feel when it was done?
4: Um, I felt relieved. Yeah. Yeah, that this long-standing joke. That I'd come up with in an act of procrastination, as we discussed in my last visit, um that it was all over, yeah, <laughs> so it was it was a good experience, but um, I'm not sure well i'm I am sure I would do it again if the whole continues to be a whole, yeah, you know, we might have to gather around and say, "Whoa." right like Keanu Reeves or something i got
0: an idea hello like Robert De Niro yeah hello or I don't know
1: how he says it (laughs) if they fill it in you could get everybody to stare at where it's filled in and they could all say I'll be back like Arnold Schwarzenegger
4: (laughs) 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 that's a fantastic idea yeah I'm going to add that to my list of you know things that I need to do in the event that I have nothing to do (laughs)
1: cool (laughs) um I, and I wanted to talk about what you are actually doing. <laughs> but uh, the speech you gave at the end where you tried, where you, t- tried, where you tied this uh, this ridiculous goof uh, back into, um, you know, how people should be involved in all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really powerful. That was really well done. How long mm-hmm. did you work on that?
4: Um, I worked on it for, well, I, honestly, I put it together the night before with the help of my friend Julian. And uh, we were able to kind of well, we wanted to focus on the fact that there are a ton of things going on in the city and that people aren't necessarily engaged with them. So by participating in a silly event where we say, well, wow, like Gwen Wilson at the Capitol Point Hole, we were, you know, kind of able to tap into this sort of, I don't know, attitude that things can still be fun while you're engaging in you know you miss municipal issues and politics and all those sorts of things yeah and also
1: i mean you got out a really different crowd of people than what you normally see at like and you know right. protests and stuff mm-hmm. in regina um so it is kind of this proof of concept that you can do this right that you can you can come out and there was like i don't know what about 10 percent of the crowd was media yeah that yeah. was impressive
4: yeah yeah i did a lot of media that day
1: yeah,
4: Yeah, it was just media after media. Yeah. So, And I did a lot of media in the lead-up to the event. And yeah. a lot of questions were, is this actually happening? Yeah. To Which the response was, well, yes, it has to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yeah, it was quite surprising how much media the event itself got.
1: Yeah. There was even some media who were there who weren't working. They were just there to say, wow.
4: Yeah. So, That's awesome.
1: Yeah.
4: I think the
0: best... Possibly could have happened is if everybody showed up and you said to all the people who have asked if this is happening, no, and then just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: that Why didn't we talk sooner? I know,
0: <laughs> I know. See, I, I do have one one bit of criticism. It's okay. nothing to do with uh, you or anybody who put on the event. I thought that the people who showed up, their wow was not really Owen Wilson esque enough.
4: Mm, I would have to agree with you. Yeah. I mean, it kind of said, wow. Yeah. We needed a Owen Wilson meter, honestly.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah.
4: yeah. Or we could have, you know, kind of gauged the Owen Wilsonness of the wow. Yeah. But it was difficult from my point of view at the microphone, listening to the wow, especially when people had their backs turned right. and we're speaking at the hole itself for optimum effect. Um, I wasn't really able to kind of gauge it, and I felt would have felt really bad if people put all this effort into saying "wow" at the hole, and then I told them to do it again. What? Yeah. Right. It's like no, that wasn't good enough. We need to <laughs> pathetic. <correct> that was, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah,
4: you know, I think that would have dampened some people's spirits. I think yeah.
0: so. I mean, I thought it was. Good. I thought it was good. I just thought the "wow" was too drawn out. Like the whole secret to it, Owen Wilson "wow" is wow. It's, it's not like, they were like, wow. But you know,
1: one thing we don't know, though, is what would happen if you had 200 Owen Wilsons saying wow, right? Yeah. Like maybe it would have sounded exactly like that. Maybe everybody maybe. was, like, doing a pitch-perfect Owen Wilson impersonation. But the
0: average wow just didn't end up sounding like Owen Wilson right. with enough distribution. Yeah. Oh, that's possible. Exactly. That's an interesting social experiment. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So what we have to do is we have to get... Um, a, like several groups of 200 people to say, wow, like Owen Wilson, and then a control group of 200 Owen Wilsons to say, wow, and then we'll know.
4: Yeah, science is, is science.
0: Science is tough. It is really hard. Yeah,
4: it's, uh, yeah. first oh. we
1: have to clone <laughs> Owen Wilson 200 times.
4: I hope he's listening.
1: I hope so too.
4: Oh, yeah. Owen Wilson.
1: <laughs> he's such a dream boat.
4: He really is. <laughs>
0: And that that's a that's a
4: whole different kind of wow right there. Like yeah. yeah. That's the Paula wow. That was the Paula wow. Paula Next wow. time we'll get together and say wow like Paula crossing Windsor. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cuz I'm I'm a celebrity now. It's yeah. true. On a different scale than Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. On a much different scale. In a my event went viral overnight sort of to 2.7000 people.
1: Yeah. Sort of way. I think yeah. you might like within about a half a block. Of the Capitol Point Hole, you'd be as big a celebrity as Owen Wilson.
4: You might be right.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think that would be an accurate sort of statement. And it's interesting because um, in the parking lot that we wowed in at the Hole, there's still wow signs hanging oh, up really? on the fence. Oh, yeah. Nice. oh nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. I like so it. I look at it every day on my way to work and, you know, just reminisce. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
4: know? Say wow! Say wow a few times.
0: Yeah,
4: four times to be exact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also saw some
0: clap back on Twitter. One Twitter user said, "That's private property." And when anybody said, "Why are you, why are you harshing on these people having a good time and making a point?" He just kept on tweeting back, "Private property," like that meant.
1: It are you go. making that up? No, no. Oh it was a it
0: was an angry, inarticulate person on Twitter. Huh. Wow. We seem to be yeah, we seem to be enraged at the very notion that uh, that in citizens would have anything to say at all about private
4: property. Right. So, well, I mean, it's not like they're doing a good job of hiding the private property.
0: I, I think you're right. Yeah, they're kind yeah. of leaving it out there for for the whole city to look and be kind of. Vaguely embarrassed at Mm -hmm. I'm
1: not 100% sure he's correct Actually like weren't we technically In the alleyway which Might still be city property
4: That is also true
0: But it wasn't clear whether he meant That we were on private property Or that we were saying wow Like (laughs) Owen Wilson at private property (laughs) And if you read the law It's very clear that you actually It's illegal to say wow like Owen Wilson At private property
4: Oh Yeah so he engaged know. in an act of civil disobedience. Yeah. He did, yeah. Well, that changes the game. Yes. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> I hope the one cop car that showed up doesn't Just come after sort of me.
1: S- sat there across the street. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're they putting together a, a, a detailed investigation. So, oh, geez. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, he was probably sitting there going, "I got the best sugar job of the day." <laughs> <laughs> I um, should mention, we are the Queen City Improvement Bureau, and this is 91.3 FM uh, CJTR, Regina yeah. Community Radio. I said it out of order, and then I couldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the other reason we wanted to talk to you today is because you do just work around the corner from the Capitol Point Hole for the YWCA, and last Thursday, they had their Women of Distinction Award.
4: Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: the big gala event with, mm-hmm. like, apparently champagne.
4: There was champagne at one table. Oh, just one. Just one table. It was our swag table. Oh, it nice. was super swaggy.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, sparkly tablecloth and gold plates. Oh, oh that's kind of swaggy. Yeah, exactly. it was. This it sounds was... like
1: our lunchroom.
4: <laughs> you have sparkly tablecloths down yeah. here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Geez, I'm, I'm. I want to work here. Just, I just.
1: There are no openings. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs>
0: And no pay. No, well, no benefits, except for the sparkly, swaggy
4: lunch table. Oh.
0: Well,
4: yeah. well, no. I'll stick with my paying job. Yeah. Or maybe I'll visit every once in a while. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah you can have lunch here.
4: Yeah.
0: Well,
1: yeah. Yeah, we're just down the street.
4: Cool. Yeah. And in the basement. Yeah.
1: Um, so what is the Women of Distinction Award?
4: Uh, so the Women of Distinction Awards is um, an awards or a series of awards to recognize women in their extraordinary achievements and contributions to our community in okay. southern Saskatchewan.
1: Nice. Yeah, and you guys do this every year. Yeah. It was a big gala and sparkly mm-hmm. table. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it was my first Women of Distinction Awards gala. Yeah. So it was it was interesting because I helped set up the event and um, by like tying these beautiful uh, chair like ribbons oh yeah 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 I on the backs that. of the chairs yeah and um ended up that the runners on the tables matched my sparkly shoes that i was wearing that day nice. so they were the same color so nice. i was like i was meant to be here
0: <laughs> in a certain way you were the women of distinction awards
4: i was the women of distinction <laughs> awards i matched the decor of the women right. of distinction awards You embodied them I embodied the women of distinction
1: awesome. awards um so can you tell us about uh, some of the nominees and uh, the winners
4: uh this yeah year? so our lifetime achievement winner was uh dr roberta mckay she's a dermatologist oh. in regina and uh she i had the pleasure of writing her bio and uh kind of getting that published and she was she gave a keynote speech at the awards gala itself and wearing a studying red suit and um yeah she was really lovely
1: when you wrote the bio did you mention that she looked at this thing on my ear and she said there's nothing to worry about
4: <laughs> yes good yes good because I, I knew really that
1: glad. i was really glad that it was nothing to worry about
4: and yeah then, yeah oh well that's that's really good yeah. she's very good at her job yeah yeah so really lovely lady And then some of our other awards, we had the Community Leadership and Enhancement Award, and the award recipient was Alita Patterson. Uh, She gave a really touching speech about maternal uh, mental health care and um, how we need to be taking care of new mothers and postpartum depression and her sort of struggles with that. And it was really touching. She was really lovely. And she also. Just a shout-out to Alita because she commented on every single post that the YWCA made about the Women of Distinction Awards Ooh. and sent congratulations to each of the award nominees. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was really quite quite wonderful that she was so engaged. Cool. Yeah. Um, some of our other award winners, com- contribution to a rural community went to Lysley Kelly. She uh, participated in X Talks campaign this past year and uh, advocates for farmers um, and mental health care Ooh. in agri- the agricultural sector. Nice. It was really touching because her husband was videotaping her entire speech. Oh. Yeah, so I brought a little tear to my eye mm. yeah. seeing that sort of engagement. Um, our cultural heritage award went to Bula Ghosh, uh, another stunning award Recipient education and mentorship went to Dr. Har- Holly Barditz from the University of Regina. Entrepreneurship and innovation went to Amy Schulhauser from Tangerine, Tangerine. and Schoolhouse. Oh, nice! Fame. Yeah, fame, revolution catering. Yep, she was wearing a stunning gown that night, I and live, it was live, also
0: sparkly. I live across the street from Tangerine, and I think she's fully going to own that entire block. Mm-hmm. Including your house, including my, yeah. If I, if if, uh, if I get like tangerine style food, I'm I'm cool with that. Cool, yeah. that's awesome.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, she should just cater house? all the things. She should.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. And teach everyone to cook all the things. Yeah, <laughs> that she caters, yeah. but we won't cook them because we'll just get Amy to cook them for us. Okay. Yeah. Um. So leadership and management went to Kim Skinner. Science, Technology, and Environment went to Tamara Shields. The Arts, uh, Jackie Shumiacher Award went to Nikki Jacklin. Oh,
0: okay.
4: And uh, Wellness, Recreation, and Healthy Living went to Kelly Husack, which we are, there was an error in our printed gala program. And uh, we omitted one of the bios for one of our award nominees. Um, so Judy Wright. Deserves a special recognition here because her bio wasn't included in the award program. Nick. Yeah, so she's very talented. And uh, the Young Woman of Distinction went to Joy Braley, a student I believe at Regina Christian School. And Circle of Friends went to Girls Rock Regina. Woo-hoo. Oh, right on. Yeah. Cool. So we've, we've
0: interviewed Girls Rock vagina people on, a, on our yeah, show. Yeah, we've had meetings. them once. We've played yeah. their music. Oh, yeah. oh, that's awesome. Which yeah. is really, it was actually really good. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, the summer was very definitely kids figuring out instruments. Yeah. But uh, it was surprisingly listenable stuff. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks a
1: lot yeah. for running us through the winners of the winning, uh, Women of Distinction Awards.
4: Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me do that. Yeah,
1: Ooh. thanks for coming in.
4: Of course, always yeah. a pleasure. It's great yeah. to have you
1: here again. And we hope you say wow at something else. You oh. get, get a whole bunch of us to say wow again.
4: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll, community I'll do that. needs to come together like yeah. that. More I often. totally agree. Yeah. And not just the activist community, but the community in general.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
1: But unfortunately, we have run out of time, and the time locks are going to open upstairs, and we don't want to miss that.
0: Okay, uh, so we
1: probably should call for an adjournment.
0: Okay, well, I uh, I move to adjourn the meeting. Okay, Um, I say. Well, first of all, thanks
1: for coming in, Paula and Sandy. Thank you. Yeah, it's always great to have you guys down here.
4: Of course.
0: And. Are we are we Yeah, we're good. We're good. You have been listening to Queen City Improvement Hero on ninety one point three FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Your hosts have been and still are Paul Deshen and Aidan Morgan. Thanks to our guests, Sandy Doran and Paula Krasny Winsel. Have I got that right, Paul? It was pretty close. It was pretty it was close enough. We we go for close enough around here. Uh, you can find us on uh, cjtr.ca slash podcasts, or of course on our website, QueenCityIB.com. Also on Twitter at Queen City IB and on Facebook if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, our meetings are broadcast 7 to 8 live on Thursday nights and we broadcast from 9 to 10 a.m. on Monday mornings if you're driving into it late. Uh, coming up next, we have uh, Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V followed by the cockpit with the pilot and the navigator. And I believe that's it. Thanks for coming. Keep on improving Regina.